on Elm Street Part 3. Freddy's just around the corner. There you go. Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My special guest today is Ken Segos. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Wonderful. Glad to have you on here. I'm glad to be here. If you want, um, you can talk about giving back for the listeners to uh, check it out and uh, hopefully can help. You mean Latch of the Shadow, the, the book novel, and then uh, I have two things. Uh, giving Back is a non-profit organization that I started in 97 where I support young people and buy their books when they go to school or off to college because a lot of our young people, can't, they get in school but they can't afford the books. So I'm presently paying for a lot of their books. Also, it also sends kids to camp during the summer and I help buy, you know, dinners for Thanksgiving fam- families and also, you know, help buy toys for Christmas. And so one of the ways that I am raising funds this year is that I have a, a script novel, which is a very new term, a script novel that is half screenplay, half novel. And it's called Latch of the Shadow, and because of my working with horror films, the horror genre, you know, I wanted to write something with a film that was more deadly and sinister than Freddy Krueger and Jason and Michael Myers, and I think I have done that. And um, and most people don't know that before I was an actor, I was a staff writer for Paramount. So I say that to say that it's not just uh, a slatcher slatcher book. It's a story, and I've been giving some getting some great reviews about it. And once you buy the book, you know, nearly eighty percent of the uh, proceeds go to the organization. It doesn't go to me um, because it's my way of giving back. And to purchase the book, if you go to www.thesagoscompany.com and all the information is there about giving back and everything else. That's www.thesagoscompany.com that's awesome. And it's also on www.charityblossom.org. Yeah. That's awesome. And, I, and again, you know, in uh, because the uh, money is going to an organization, you know, for the rest of this year, it's tax deductible. I'm a 501c3 company, and I've been a 501c3 company since 1997. As a matter of fact, every film and project that I've done, I've made sure that I've helped a young person in my community or communities um, because I was one of those young people who needed someone to So I never forgot that. Excellent. Yeah, do you want to explain to the listeners exactly what you started to talk about? I mean, what, what got you really, really into this? I mean, what you told me on the phone the other day. Uh, what got me into giving back? Yes. Uh, it, it, it goes back to my upbringing. I was born, you know, in the South. But when I was, you know, getting ready to go to college, we was a family that didn't have much money. There was a 
something-year-old lady in the community, and there was about three of us young kids that was going to college. And she took a fruit jar, and she walked around the community. She went to each door, and she collected change. And her thing was is that, you know, we got to help these young men pay for their books to go to school. And I said that I was not going to forget that. So, so as I have made it in this business, I give homage to her, and I give homage to all the people who have given back to me. And I and that's my way of passing, you know, the baton on to help some young people in the community, like I was helped. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's the thing, Ken. You know. All it takes is something in your childhood. All it takes is one person to help you and others. You know, it, it makes it more uh, determined for yourself later on in life to do the same thing. And I want to tell you something, Ken. That's phenomenal of, yeah. what, you're, of what you're doing. Yeah, I, I, I know that I'm who I am because of the many fan, fans out there who appreciate my work. And so... Often, sometimes, they look at us and say, you're this and you're that, but we are no one. I don't care who we are. We are not anybody. We're who we are because of people like you So that support me. So that's why even when I'm on Facebook and I speak with people, I, I try to take time. If they say hi to me, I try to say hello back because, see, I've been on the other side, and I know what it's like. I know what it means for someone to just acknowledge you yep. because uh, I, I'm i not saying that I would have went completely the wrong way when I was a young man, but I know when a big celebrity came back to the community and she just simply winked her eye at me and smiled and said, hang in there, and it changed my whole psyche um, to, to do things. And, um, and along my journey in this business, I met some wonderful legends before they passed on. That's awesome. You know, it, that's the thing. You know, when you mentioned about Facebook, you know, there's a, I'm not saying there's a lot of them, but there's a lot of celebrities that, uh, you know, their management company might have made a Facebook page for them, and then fans would write, and they wouldn't respond back. I mean, it's not the 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 actual famous person's not it's not they're doing, but like what you do and a lot of other celebrities do is all it takes is one little word, hi, thank you. That's all it takes. That's all yeah. it takes. And 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 there have been times that you know I've had about ten. Uh, even I think it was like 16, that's my record of people that were saying something to me at one time. That's hard. And I do not get off that, leave that computer until I can at least say hi. Right. And, you know, and I found that, you know, it's not easy, it's not hard, <laughs> you know, to say hi. It, you know, and so, you know, and so I, I do have friends that I do know, I won't call names, that they they wouldn't dare communicate. And that's offensive to me. It's offensive to the industry that I'm in and I respect. And um, so I, I always say uh, hello, you know. And, uh, and I do have my bad days, but I, I try not to have a bad attitude. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 
by far not a celebrity, but uh, I run a horror podcast, as you know, of course. And, uh, you know, I have almost 2,000 people now, and there's times where I'll get, like, 100 emails. Yeah. And, you know, I try to respond to all of them within my schedule, you know, yeah. and I always apologize. Hey, look, I'm sorry it's a couple of days later. But, I mean, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. I mean, I'm, we're on the opposite ends of it, but I understand what you're saying. It's always nice to communicate, yeah. you know, to acknowledge people that, you know, I understand completely. And, and, and let me just say, it, and when you buy the book, order the book, mm-hmm. I am signing it personally. I, I'm I'm taking each book and I'm signing it personally. And I, it, it ain't no stamp, you know. <laughs> it's me signing it, and I and I don't want to just sign it, you know, just sign it. So it, and it's not like I don't have sat down and signed you know, 50 books at a time, and so I put that in a folder. No, I am signing it personally to the person that I want them to know that I appreciate what you are doing. And that's to each person. Not one book will go out here without me signing it. And if they let me know, they want me to say something from Ken K, because Ken K had a lot of good lines. Yeah. I, I I would honorably do that you know they just have to let me know and I I just want them people to know that I am grateful that you're helping support me with this Um, I could have been went to a very large publishing company but the fact of the matter is the amount that would have been able to go to the organization to help the young people would have been so much less so much less because they're going paid it all paid also yeah. Um, like you talked to my daughter yesterday, and uh, she's all beside herself still. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I took her to work this morning, and she goes, she remembered, I want to order a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. But I will be also. So, um, like I said, I am more than welcome. I mean, more, I will be helping as well because it's a good, a good thing you're doing. I mean. I wish there was a lot more people like yourselves, like you said, you know, a lot of these people go to these big publishing companies, but the problem is, you know, let's say, I'm just going to make a round number, let's say for what you're doing, you know, it's 80% going to the charity, 20% going to you, whoever, but if you go to a big publisher company, it's going to be, you know, 55% them and 45% to the kids, or whoever. It, it may not even be that much. Right, right. It, it it, I invested my own funds to have this printed up. And I'm going to be honest, it wasn't cheap. I'm not going to lie to have this printed up. But I wanted to, I have this belief that, you know, I don't want to wait to be acknowledged for something. You acknowledge yourself. Right. And, and you know, and I have been so appreciated of the people that's been online, been saying things to me about Kincaid. You know, I did that. That movie's almost 25 years old now. <laughs> but they still appreciate it. I honestly did not know I was that loved. <laughs> and I and I, I appreciate it. So I'm, right now I'm getting ready to write part two. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. And, and everything. And, and I just want to let you know that I, I hope that everyone would buy it and, you know, they can write it off, even if it's, just tell someone just to buy it or write it off. If, if you want to make a donation to giving back, it's tax deductible. Right. Um, 
and um and, you know and it's greatly appreciated and um I've been doing it since ninety seven and I'm sure that you know if you're a non profit a five oh one c three ninety percent if not more of non profit organizations never last more than three to five years yep they never like in fact, you don't even get your status until after the fifth year. So I've been here since '97, and it is because you know of my upbringing, because of people who have given back to me, because of the fans who have appreciated to me. This is my way of saying I want to give back. You know, and who knows? One of the young people that I may be helping may write the next award-winning horror film. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, there's a question i got to ask you real quick, you know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier, a couple seconds ago, about how Kincaid is so popular. I mean, you said it's hard to believe, but 25 years ago, how everybody knows who Kincaid is. Yeah. Okay? Now, you got to realize something. A lot of people don't realize it, but the horror genre fan base is huge. I didn't know that. It's huge. I had no clue. Yep. I, I will be honest. And, uh, and they're loyal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, and the horror community is one one of the most loyal communities that you ever can imagine. And I and I'm grateful. And let me say to each and every horror film fan. As a matter of fact, when you open the book, the first page say to my four F's: family, friends. Freddie and fans, and I say especially, I give homage to the horror community. <laughs> there you go. I promise you, that's on the first page, printed. It's that's not right. written; it's printed. And and, and I and I want to thank each and every one of them. Just thank you for you know giving me the energy to go on. You know, I didn't know that cursing could get you so far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'd be, you'd be surprised how the F word gets out there, huh? Oh, man, I, I, I don't know if you know the story about this really old lady. I don't want to say the relative is that. You know, when I first got to, can I can yeah. I say the F word? Yes. This is I just had yeah. <laughs> You're good. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have to tell you a very short story. This is a true story. <laughs> that when I first got the movie, see, I had never, I was not familiar with Nightmare on the Elm Street. Oh really? And, no, when I first auditioned, I didn't. I was not from. I didn't know what Nightmare on Elm Street was. So, but when they offered me the role and said I had to roll, and it had a lot of cursing in it, <laughs> and I, and I come from a very religious family who, oh. uh, a church family, and everything. So I, and the minister and everyone was telling me not to do this film. It was my first big break, but they were telling me not to do this film. And oh. this old lady, that's like my grandmother, who, if you can imagine, that was she was almost ninety. She wasn't the woman that walked for me, by the way. She was almost ninety, and, wow. and she had been going to church, one of these southern churches, and she always wore this here coconut-shaped hat that looked like a coconut cake, <laughs> and she always wore white with her gloves, and she sit in the motherboard. And you know she was. It took her twenty minutes to get in there, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but she carried her Bible everywhere. And so I called her, and she was there when I was born. She was like a midwife. And I told her, I said, you know, she said, what's the matter, baby? And I told her, and I said, well, you know, everybody else is telling me I shouldn't do this movie. And I said, Reverend, Reverend told me I shouldn't do it, and my aunts and the deacon and all of them said I shouldn't do it. And she said, well, baby, does it pay? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, fuck them. <laughs> no way. No way. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding I so. I mean. Oh, my God. And um, one little thing that I didn't tell you. Before she said that, she said, talk to me. I, I, I said, well, what are you doing? She said, I was just reading my Bible, reading the Lord's Word, something. And then she said, well, let me put my thing down so I can give you my attention. And <laughs> so when I told her, she said, does it pay? I said, yes, ma'am. Fuck them. And so, <laughs> and so, oh, my goodness. So that... Yes, was the acceptance of the role of Kincaid. So, oh, you know, it's funny that the story that you just told me when you're telling me the story. You know, who I was thinking of George Jefferson's mom. <laughs> it wasn't her though, <laughs> but it was. You know, it it was it was the. She was just, and that's really what happened. And that's why I tell that story sometimes, and I've told it. And there's a few people that's still alive that knew that that happened, and they get so angry when I tell that story. But because <laughs> the lady is, is long past and gone now, you know. But she clearly said it. And, <laughs> you know, when I said, she got ready to hang up, she said, Finish reading my Bible now. <laughs> you know what? You almost have to say, I'm going to do it. I mean, what you just said. She's been in that, in that church 90 years old, and she's saying that? Yeah. That's all you need. You know, you know, she, she's, she knows she's, uh, she had told me she has seen, she was one of her, her mother, along with my grandmother, you know, they found that church. And it was one of those churches, you know, that could be traced back to almost slavery. But it was just when you was when I was offered that role and the resistance to that you come to Hollywood with this dream and you finally get something to go into the next level and you can't do it, you know. So uh but um it, it was, that's what happened and, <laughs> and to this day I could hear her voice saying that to me, and um, so and 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 it all, you know, is a part of the ingredients. That's why giving back is so strong to me, and um, and why I do it each year. And sometimes I'm only able to help maybe one or two young people, but now when I first started some of those young people are coming back and they are giving back so it's like a circle has begun and 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 you know and a lot of people I've seen people who give money 
I've seen people who would give thousands of dollars to an organization, but they won't give a small amount. And it's, it's and they would tell you it's not enough to give for a write-off. Um, oh. But we have, you know, we, you know, that's that's another story. But that's the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's the world. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's another story. But I, I and but. Back to the book. The reason I, I wrote it is because um, I want people to know that I'm not just someone who started off as a writer. In fact, I've won the Cable Ace Award for writing, and I've been nominated, you know, for the Humanitas Prize, and and my work has been seen all over. So I was a, like a staff writer. So that's excellent. And uh, everything, and I can um, and get some great reviews. Yeah, now, if you don't mind, I like to run down through some of your projects that you've done in the past. There's a lot I didn't even realize. Um, Obviously, we talked about the Elm Street 3 and Elm Street 4. They all know who Roland Kincaid is. But I've also noticed, now, this is not horror, but I totally forgot all about it. What's happening now, the TV series? You played Daryl? Daryl, it was actually me and Martin Lawrence started off together. Oh, no kidding. I forgot all about that. Yeah, me and Martin Lawrence, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, wow, it was it was an experience, you know. So twenty-two episodes. Twenty-two episodes. Oh. Ah, and I and you know I it, it was funny <laughs> because <laughs> it was Nightmare on Elm Street that got me that role. See, it, you know, it's funny how that works, you know. You know, when you see, that's the thing. When you're in a big, 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 I mean, think about it. Elm Street was a box office draw. I mean, I seen yeah. Elm Street three in the movie theaters. You know, back yeah. '87. You know, I seen I seen I seen them all. But yeah, it's amazing. All it takes is one stepping stone. And what that lady said to you at the church. You know, right. I, have you ever thought about doing a um, uh, putting something in her name for like for like a charity for you know for Axie basically just boosting you to go ahead and do it I uh, that's part of what this is about is collecting I've had so many people to give me yeah, words of encouragement and you know and to get back on Nightmare on M Street and what's happening now the fact that she said go ahead on and do it and I did that role mm-hmm. well when we was having auditions for what's happening now they had narrowed it down to Martin Lawrence and myself and Martin Lawrence had just won Star Search and it was Martin and I and it was just supposed to be one role and um, and they and so because Nightmare on Elm Street was number one three weeks in a row I had a draw, and it was that little thing that tipped it over mm-hmm. that I got that role. And Martin Lawrence and I, and I, 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 he would give me some wonderful moments to do good work, and that you know. And that's I look forward to working with him again. I hope that we do. It's, it's yeah, Martin Lawrence, like you said, that Star Search. I mean, he he became huge. I mean, he's yeah, he's funny. He he he's, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a phenomenal, and that's just a wonderful person, you know. 
And then actually, it was Axel Romex at the time, also. Oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, <laughs> Martin Lawrence, you also did it. On, you're a, you made a guest appearance on a TV show that I loved watching. <laughs> actually, two of them in a row: Night Court and Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a chance. You know, the Martin Lawrence thing was supposed to have been a takeoff of. Um, yep. Uh, Rodney King. Why yep. can't we all get along? <laughs> <laughs> no way. And that's why I said that. And and Night Court. I think that was a takeoff of Star Trek. And <laughs> uh, and it's funny that you brought those two up. Is because I've done a few uh, conventions recently. And I'm surprised of the people that come up and ask me, do I have anything on Rosewood or me and Martin and that Star Trek thing? Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. And I have, I have no pictures of them. So. Well, you, you do know that Star Trek is a major, major following too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I do. You, you hit it twice now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, luck's on your side. I'm telling you. Yeah, luck as you know, I've been blessed. You know, I, I I've been blessed, and I've always tried to do what was right, and uh, and stuff like that. I'm I'm hoping some of these new directors that's coming up would realize that I got a draw. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so, Hi, you know, uh, I mean, coming and telling me, I think you funny me nothing if you on skit roll. That's funny. So, but no, I, I, I love acting. I love what I do. I love the writing, and I love acting. So, trust and, me, we, trust me, we'd love to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny. You know, someone was asking me if they do a remake of Nightmare on M Street Part Three. When I play the role, and I said, "Oh no!" I mean, I make him play the daddy. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, guys. I, I, but I heard that they, if it gets that far, they will consider the Dream Warriors to play the parents of the new oh, Dream Warriors. That'd be awesome. That'd be and funny I, to watch. Yeah, it, it would be funny, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Your your son acting like you in the movie—that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but you know, because if they let me be who I want, I'd beat his ass. He wouldn't have to be. He'd be afraid of. He wouldn't be afraid of Fred. He'd be me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it's you know, you know, I've all and you know, history-wise, I am the first black to survive a major crossover horror film and return to a sequel. Right. Yeah, and, you know, and I used to do, I was doing stand-up at the time, so I used to tell all my friends, if you go in to see the movie, you cannot get popcorn. You go straight to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because they're killing me in alphabetical order. And I get... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just, you mean... Like I said, I was born in 68, so I think I'm a year younger than you are. Yeah. And uh, I can still remember going to the theater and seeing Dream Warriors. It's, really? Oh, God, it's weird. Because, you know, it's, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. I came across Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one in 85, by dumb luck. I went to a video store, and just mom goes, come on, hurry up. So I just grabbed one, and demon, look what it was. I was so mad, I just grabbed it <laughs> and took it home, and damn it. 
I started a whole freaking horror thing for me. I mean, I've seen horror movies before that, like Children of the Corn, you know. But Freddy Krueger, well, you, you had Jason, but Jason really didn't get big until actually it was Jason killing. That's, yeah. probably, that's probably more in like the, the 84 year. So, you know, Freddy, but yeah, oh, my wife will not watch a single Elm Street. She is scared to death of Freddy. Get out of here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. She will not watch him. Oh, wow. You, you're going to get her to watch him. No, she won't. <laughs> I said, that. I said, honey, I said, I have Ken on tomorrow. I said, he was one of Freddy's victims. Well, <laughs> she, she goes, good for him, because I want no parts of him. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, it, you know I, again, like I said, I didn't, I had not seen a nightmare on them street before I had the audition, you know. And, Nightmare on Elm Street has been such a blessing for me, but I'm telling you, it was, it just almost didn't happen. (laughs) All the cars was turned over. (laughs) Thanks to a 90-year-old reading the Bible, stopping and saying, F them and go back. That's awesome. That's a damn good story. And, you know, and, you know, later she said, when I got my money and I talked to her, she said, don't put not one dime in the church. If they didn't want you to do the movie, they don't need the money. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? God bless her. You mean? So, so I would not give tithes <laughs> of that shit. You know, I would, <laughs> but when I get my others, I would do my tithing. But it, it was just a funny situation. Not. Not to get off base, but how long did how old did did she live to? Who? Oh, I think she. I want to say Miss Smith. See, I don't call her. We have to be about. I w- I don't think it was quite nine. I think it was eighty nine. Okay. You know, but I just remember. You know who I? I think she was just a. a a little brighter, but she always reminded me, and I would never say it, and I hope she don't come back and spirit at me now. She always reminded me of Jane Pittman taking that last walk to get that water. <laughs> uh oh, you're in trouble now, Ken. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about Freddy Krueger now. <laughs> so, but she always, you know, had a fan, you know, and so did my mother, you know, because she had with some of the kids in the community, you know, and she always made a statement is that, you know, our ass was her ass. <laughs> and she would beat her ass as long as she wanted. <laughs> so most young blacks, I mean, for me, coming up, you know, who had a single parent who was very strict, we already had a Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we could battle Freddy. So. Yeah. Well, Granny, Granny, uh, Granny, you know, well, tell you what, you better be careful, Ken. Granny Kruger is going to be coming to your sleep now. Oh, no, I think she's very proud, and I think no, I, don't, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I just say, take me. I would dare not go against him, you know. <laughs> you may hear me call, Freddy, help! <laughs> and I can see Freddy, ain't coming over there. <laughs> No way. I dealt with her before. <laughs> Jason beat my ass, now she will. Yeah. Oh, you don't know it, but I grew up around the street. 
Okay. He just gave me some stand-up material, so. Oh man. <laughs> and I, I never been doing. I haven't did stand-up in fifteen years. Really? No. Have, you, have you thought about doing a special? A spe- uh, who gonna watch? <laughs> a lot of people will. Trust me. I will. You know, it's, it's, it's You know, I I would love to. I um. I I, I have this. I would love to do a comedy. You know, and I, I just just missed my. I, I missed the work. Oh, I, uh, it's not that I have not given up acting. I'm just saying that I love to work. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing plays lately and and writing. So hopefully, you know, I have some stuff soon. I have been up for a couple of roles recently, Good. and um, I'm hoping to get back out there very very soon. Can't wait to see it. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. I tell you what. You know, like, like I said before, I let you go. Like I said, you know. You said, who would watch? You forget. The horror genre will follow you around. The horror genre. <laughs> I, I have great respect for the horror <laughs> They, you know, I may have to ask them to call the studios. So you There know, you go. Like, hey, you know. you know what? What we'll do is we'll put a Facebook page up, you know. Bring Kenny back to horror. We yeah, let's him. do that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I do better white that, and I kind of knew what was going on and call people and say, will you call? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot of people. It's, like I told you before, I started this podcast as, as just for something to do, and it got big on me quick. And I'm very, I'm very fortunate for the people that, you know, that I call them fans too, family, friends, and fans, however you want to say it. But it's amazing, you know. I didn't realize how big the horror genre was either across the world. I mean, I'm, I got friends in England, Australia, Germany. Yeah. I mean, it's not just the United States either. It's crazy. As I sit here, I'm getting ready right now to send a book to someone, a Mark Thorpe in the, um, in England. Oh, and wow. and yesterday I sent one to someone in Australia. So I, I'm, you know, I'm just telling you, there. I've been getting good reports from across the world, not just the United States, and you know, and I'm grateful. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed when you read it. You'll be telling me when is part two gonna come out. <laughs> so, but yeah. so. well, one thing I will say, you mentioned Australia and England. They, yeah. uh, they've gotten so good at horror movies lately. Uh, I oh, watched. Really? I watched three of them this week from Australia and England. They're amazing. I mean, really? personally, I think they're more advanced than than Americans are right now. I mean, big. Um, I take it back. Uh, independent horror in America is awesome, and yeah. sa- same goes for it in Australia. But the Australians have a way of making horror movies. It, I get so. I'm sitting there watching the horror movie, and I am so in love with it. When I say that, I mean how they make it. The characters, the language, you know, what I mean, how they talk, and it's just, it's just neat. If you ever get a yeah. chance, check some of them out because they're, they're either easy to find on the Netflix or whoever. But they are getting so more, so far advanced. I mean, America was biggest and you know big, but now they're making the hell. Of, I mean, you talk about Norway, Australia, Germany, France. Yeah. They're all making a big comeback. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to. Um check some of them out I'm just saying I just I, I was not I did not know that the horror community was out there and such a lawyer yep. and I will continue to say that and big and lawyer lawyer to you you, you know 
uh, you, you do not disrespect the horror community's fans. <laughs> you do not. Because, and, and so I don't want to disrespect them. So, <laughs> and so. Well, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I checked my uh, viewing of my podcast, you know, my movie review podcast and everything. You know, I had 1,800 views in one day. Really? Can you freaking believe that? I almost fell off, I almost fell off my chair. That's what hey. I'm saying. It's huger than, than what you and I think it is. It's, a, it's crazy. Oh. I'm glad. I'm so glad because I get bored with drama. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can, you know. I can handle comedy, but I really enjoy comedy horror as well. And I think with drama, I love drama. So but do I. So I do think I. in order to have a really uh, powerful drama, you've got to have some levels of comedy in it mm-hmm. and everything because, you know, even sometime in drama there is, is com- comedy in it. And so I, that's why I like to see some those movies like that, um, which was like, um, like a... Um, Shawshank Redemption is that what? Yeah, it was? yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that yeah, because so it it had comedy, it had drama, mm-hmm. it had everything in it, you know. And I, and that's one of my favorite movies, A Time to Kill, you know. Yep. Because it had those moments in it well, that you know, if you, I like to watch and read works that puts you on a roller coaster. Well, I'm gonna that, do it. I'm going to do a backpedal here. I mistakenly said drama. What I meant to say is love stories. Yeah. My wife is big on that. So you, trust me, you watch that. I'll watch what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You, you, you already married. <laughs> exactly. I don't need to watch. Oh, I, I don't need. I'm already in love. I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, no. Lifetime has some good, interesting movies on there. You know, there's some violence in a little horror and them things yeah they, yeah they do i mean all of them well you know it's writing today is, is different from the scripts that i saw you know that i would see you know a few years ago you have to be good there's so many avenues to get your work out there is that nobody have time for you to come up giving some you know weak stuff you know so you know writers have their work um out there for them to do well and you know so I'm just hoping to get my niche back into it so I can get my piece of cake because <laughs> you know I, 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 I don't want no collard greens I want some cake <laughs> <laughs> you know I want the dessert <laughs> excellent tell you what check out FearNet on TV uh, okay they're, they're putting out a lot of movies from FearNet's making a lot of their movies they're, they're actually they have one right now it's called uh Something zombie. It's animals. Uh, it's, it's a series. I what's it what's called? called? Something zombies with animals. Uh, I forget what's called. It, it's right on her on her website. I watched a couple of those episodes the other day. I laughed my ass off. What oh, the my animals are the zombies? Yeah, they, they get run over by cars and stuff, so they get revenge after the people that hit them. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> And a half dead skunk running down the road chasing his kids. Oh, you my got God. to be joking! No, I'm going to website after this phone call. I'm telling you, after interview, <laughs> it is neat. It's called oh, it's called Roadkill Zombies. That's what it's called. Oh, really? check it out. It's funny. 
Roadkill Zombies. Yeah, I, I gotta check that one out. Oh, and it's a series. You're gonna roll. Yeah, you're gonna roll. You're gonna roll off your seat. It's funny. <laughs> that, that's creative. That's freaking crazy ass squirrels chasing you. Oh my god! You know. <laughs> Oh, wow, that, that that that's funny. That 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 is truly funny. Check it out; you it's know. funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Ken, oh, wow. I want to thank you for coming on here. I, you're a great, you're a great guy. Oh, I'll hey, uh, thank you for letting me come on, and you know, and you know, and please tell them it's go buy the book. If it's not, yep. you know, do that. Me, don't eat a pole chop. Just <laughs> <laughs> skip a meal. What? It won't take long for me to edit this because there's nothing to edit, so it, it'll be up within within a half an hour or so. Oh, really? Yep, yeah, and I'll, well, it'll be posted on Facebook, so you, you'll see the interview right, right on Facebook. Also. Okay, well, well, great. Well, will you relate, relate to them to buy the book? It's, it's a great read yep. in the cause. All right. And I thank you. No problem, Ken. And tell your daughter I thank her. I will. Okay. Take care, okay. Ken. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. Bye-bye.